welcome to Currently Drinking, episode number two of... Brutal Battle. It has been a long time since we introduced this format and did the first one, and we started it just to be like a catch-all when we just have beers that we want to put on the podcast, but they don't necessarily fit into another format category. Um, So for this one, we just recently went to Sapwood Cellars in Maryland, uh, our favorite Maryland brewery. And we brought some beers back that we were really excited about and really want to put them on the podcast. And so we each picked one for the podcast. Uh, The first one is the one I picked. second one is the one Rebecca picked. And the first one in particular that I picked I think is super unique, which is one of the main reasons I wanted it on the podcast. Uh, And I guess it could have fit under like a cellar dive, but it's also not aged at this point. We typically like to put... Aged yeah. beers and it's, on there. it says drink fresh on there. Yeah, so. it also says drink fresh. So, like, you could cellar it, but it probably wouldn't be that good. So, yeah. yeah. But, um, so, yeah, we're just doing another currently drinking. And let's, are you ready to And just, I, I think the last currently drinking we did was also Sapwood. I mean, it's possible. I just don't but remember. But I'd have to look back. I don't remember. Yeah. So. Because we are drinking Sapwood a lot. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're, they're like so I said, good. They're our favorite Maryland brewery. They're yeah. really good. We like to support local, all that jazz. But so the first one is in a 500 milliliter bottle, uh, and this one is called Barrel Green. So they have a beer that they've done a few times called Bottle Green, which we may have actually had Bottle Green on the podcast at some point. I think it's phenomenal. It's a really good Pilsner. Tastes wonderful. So they took that Pilsner and they did something special with it for this one. So for Barrel Green, they're saying it's a German-inspired Pilsner aged in gin barrels. Uh, And it is only 6.2% alcohol, so not a lot of spirit in the actual beer itself. So, um, pretty excited about it. Now, you were a big drink... You were a big gin drinker back in the day. In college, yeah. I I liked gin in college for a while. So, like, I still like gin in things, and I don't know. If I had a mixed drink with gin, I might still like gin. Actually, I had a gin mixed drink a few years ago during our um, anniversary when we went to that place, Rye Street Tavern, near Sagamore Distillery in Baltimore. Yeah, he made up, like, a – he made up a gin drink that I think also had, like, a Stillwater Artisanal Ales beer in it. Oh, interesting. Um, Yeah, but – Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm down with, like, gin stuff. This should be super interesting. And I also thought I wanted this on here because, first of all, how often are there Pilsners that are barrel-aged? Second of all, how often are there gin barrel-aged beers? So, like, a Pilsner that's gin barrel-aged, super rare. So we had to have it on the pod. I mean, it's it's like, real yellow. Yeah. Um, Hazy. Yeah. Not, like, super, super hazy, but hazy. You might hear our cat making noises. She was on tissue paper, and now she's scratching things. She always likes to make auditory appearances, <laughs> like in the background. I smell the gin. Yeah, I definitely smell the gin. There's definitely a little bit of, like, and not in a bad way that it's messing anything up, but a slight astringency in there that you know there's, like, some spirit barrel aging. Uh, but it also smells very crisp and clean and yes, refreshing. I didn't say, but I also definitely can tell it's a Pilsner. Yeah, it's very Pilsnery. So yeah, gin barrel aged Pilsner, you can smell a lot of Pilsner. You can smell a decent amount of gin. It smells like what it is. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what the taste is like. Some nice honey, some straw in there. 
Yeah, I definitely it's it's burning my nose a little, which I wouldn't think it would at only like six percent though. It's a slight um slight uh juniper berry, I mean along with the gin, because you know that's what gin's made of. It smells good. It tastes good. What do you think? Oh, it's more drying. And also it's, more yeah. effervescent than I thought it was going to end up being. It's very carbonated. Yeah. It, um... It's very clean, as, though. Um, not as flavorful as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It, it's pretty easy. It's definitely tasting a lot more on the Pilsner side mm-hmm. than it is on the gin side. You get a hint of the gin, but there's really not a lot. So, um... And I think it says on there how long it was in the... Like, when it was brewed and when it was bottled. Yeah, so I mean... Well, I'll read that, but is there anything else you want to oh. say about the flavor first? I mean, I'm definitely getting, like, tastes like Pilsner yeast. It tastes yeah. like, you know, the hay. It tastes like honey. It's very crisp and light and refreshing. Uh, you get a little bit of that astringency from the gin barrel, but it's not bad. Um, I, I, I can't say that I necessarily taste gin in yeah. it. Yeah. I got more, I think, on the smell than I am on the taste. So. It just kind of tastes like Pilsner. Yeah. Like a slightly, slightly muddled flavor yeah. Pilsner. Yeah. Um, not, not as crisp as a lot of Pilsner. So one of the things I just did is, like, I took a sip and I just kind of, like, let it warm up in my mouth and rolled around on my tongue a little bit. Um, and then I am able to get, like, a little bit of gin on there, but there really isn't a whole lot. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, because we had these warming up for maybe 10 minutes on the counter. Yeah, something like that. So it'll be interesting to see, like, as we let it warm up even more, what happens to it. So I like it. I mean, I don't dislike it. It's under underperforming a little bit for me, though. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I had higher hopes for what it was going to taste like, but it's still, it's not a bad at I all. I mean, we'll it's drink just, it and enjoy it. The, um, although the more I take sips of it, the more I am getting, a, like, a little bit of that warming sensation from the gin itself down my throat, and it's, um, yeah, it's starting to, the astringency is starting to stand out a little bit more. Well, the more I drink it, the more, as I'm talking, I'm tasting the gin in my mouth. Oh, it's more like an aftertaste. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm getting. Are yeah. you getting that? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can come back to it. I think I drank a little more than you. Yeah, that's fine. But we. Well, yeah, I'm just wondering if that's why I have that. Oh, like a bigger sip. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Actually, let me try that. Take just take a bigger swig of. Yeah, the flavor gets a bit more it builds rich. A little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's good. It's very light. It's very easy. Yeah, if you for a barrel aged beer. Yeah, no, definitely. If you basically, if you want to get more gin out of it, instead of taking a sip of it, you have to take a gulp of it. Yeah, in essence. So, you know, not ideal, but it's 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 not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna drink it. All right. So your ch- okay, choice. So, oh wait, wait. Oh, I said I was gonna read it. Oh yeah. Sorry. Because I think it, it tells you when it was brewed. Yeah. It says we we filled two McClintock distilling, uh, which they're out of Frederick, Maryland, by the way. Gardner's gin barrels with bottle green pilsner and lagered them in a corner of our cold room for four months. So it wasn't super long. Yeah. The botanicals from the gin barrels provide citrus and ju- I don't get citrus, do you? Uh, citrus and juniper notes to the crisp Definitely the juniper. pilsner beneath. 
bottle conditioned for spritzy carbonation. Certainly, oh. certainly spritzy carbonation. Yeah. So, I feel yeah. like I'm burping already. Yeah, there's a lot of carbonation to it. But anyway, sorry, so, your beer. I picked this one, but it's not the one I wanted to taste for. What do you mean? Like, so we went to Sapwood yesterday. We did, they thankfully, wonderfully do make your own uh, four packs. Yeah. Which is super fun. So we made our own four pack and then got two other beers and then picked up the uh, barrel green. So what I really have a taste for is Leaf Fall Up, which is a dark lager with coffee and spices. And it's like It's a, very good. It's um, very, very good. Very fall forward beer. But also but, like light. Yeah. Very tasty. Ses- very sessionable. I'd say so, probably the best fall beer I've had yeah. this season, at least. And we did do that fall beer episode. Yeah, and it's better than <laughs> every single one of those beers. Um so I wanted to have that one, but we had two, and I want to savor them. So I decided, and we did pick up some stouts, but I wanted to save those until it got a little colder. So then I decided to go with the Cheater Hops number 26, because we've had some of their other Cheater Hops, and they've been very tasty. Yeah, it, this is a really good line that they've been doing, where they're just kind of like using the same base IPA, and they're just messing around with different hop combinations. Uh, and I actually checked on Tapped before we started recording, and this will be our eighth Cheater Hops we've had. Obviously, they've done 26 now. This will be number eight that we've personally had. Oh, really? Had. That's a lot. Yeah. And so, um, oh, it's a lot that we are we're having eight of them? Yeah. Oh, you didn't think we had that much? No. So I did note which one was our favorite. Which one was was Cheater Hops number 16. 16. 16, which came out. Uh, a little over two years ago, and had Simcoe and Columbus hops, and that was we our do like favorite. Simcoe. We do love well specifically when Sapwood uses Simcoe. When they do Simcoe, it is amazing. Like their Simcoe Simpatico hoppy beer, unreal. One of yeah. the best hoppy beers we've ever had from them. If they do that one again, we're definitely going to have to go down and get some. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. Anyway, so this is Cheater Hops twenty six. Um, it's in a 16-ounce can. It's 7.3%. It is an IPA double dry hopped with HBC586 and Mosaic Crow. All right. I mean, Mosaic. Can't really go wrong with Mosaic. Oh, and we didn't try either of these. Yeah. When we, we were yeah, these are all Sapwood. new to us. This, yeah, this is all brand new to us. But, you know, we got the cheater hops and we're like, we're pretty sure this is a safe purchase. Yeah. Because all their cheater hops, we've thought, were at least decent. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Let's get into it. Cheater hops 26. What do you think it looks like? Hazy and yellow. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like a hazy IPA. It's very yellow. Slight oranginess in there. Decent amount of head because we do agitated pores because we're old and we don't need extra CO2. (laughs) It smells so good. Oh, my gosh. That is a great nose. Oh, I smell the mosaic in there too. Like mosaic has like a great vibrant citrusiness, but it's also like a little bit like creamy caramelly. You know what well, I mean about mosaic? I'm definitely getting, Love I that. don't know hops like you do really. I just drink. <laughs> um, what I'm picking out is definitely pineapple and definitely oh, like yeah. citrus, like the, like orange. I get some mango in there too. Yeah, I can see that. Pineapple, mango, also some grapefruit showing up. It is... 
a melange of yeah. just awesome citrusy just and like, tropical fruits. My mouth is salivating smelling this because it just smells so juicy. It smells great. It just smells so juicy. I don't perceive much bitterness, which is obviously common for hazy IPAs. Oh, and that's another thing to point out about the fact that a lot of the hoppy stuff that, that they do at Sapwood, we actually enjoy. And they're hazy IPAs, which we typically yeah, totally. really hate. Yeah. It's just the way they do hazy IPAs, they do a great job. Yeah. It can be done. They can be good. It's just most places choose to do them as garbage. All right, going in. Hmm. It's good. It's not as vibrant as no, the nose. No, it definitely isn't. It's pretty common thing, though. Yeah. Um, it is good, though. I just taste it's a like, lot um, of the Simcoe. Very viscous. Yeah, it is a lot thicker than you would think. You're, it's almost a little bit chewy. Yeah. And it makes me feel like it's, it would be a higher ABV than what it is. Yeah, it is coming off a little bit astringent. You said it's 7.3. 7.3. Yeah. I don't, take, think, I, I don't think it's astringent. I just feel like it's like very like full-bodied. Well, I think like... There is an okay amount of bitterness, and I think, like, the, the alcohol level plus the, the bitterness are kind of combining to make me feel like it's a little okay. bit higher ABV um, to make it taste a little more astringent. This is also drying to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty drying. It's good, though. But I'm getting all of the flavors that we picked up on the nose and the taste. Like, I'm getting yeah. the orange, I'm getting the pineapple, I'm getting the mango. Yep. It's just not as robust. Right. I as agree. in the nose, but I like it. And there is, like, a little bit of, like, a creaminess to it. It is a little well. creamy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, you know, I like that. It's just, the flavors that were in the, like, what was in the nose is in there, and the flavor is just way dialed back. So, but it's good. It is good. Um... Yeah, I was Rebecca's doing what I was about to do is go back to the barrel green real quick. I feel like it, the flavors are more robust now. Oh, I'm getting a lot more of the juniper berry. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's tasting a lot more gin like. It's good. It's a lot more gin like. It's also a lot sweeter tasting to me right now, and like the the honey's a, a little more pronounced. Are you yeah. liking the sweetness? Yeah, I like the sweet moons. Let me read uh, the Cheater Hops 26. A handful of hop varieties pack such appealing aromatics that brewing with them is like cheating. We named our ever-changing series of IPAs Cheater Hops in their honor. We are honest brewers. That's why we can admit when we cheat. HBC 586 is a hop that has impressed us enough to be a Cheater Hop, even if it hasn't gotten a real name yet. Yeah. Uh, this hop brings a ridiculous, almost artificial tropical fruitiness, oh. there goes the pineapple and all that, uh, that we think pairs perfectly with the dankness of mosaic. Hmm. And I think that dankness is rolling into that viscosity yeah. of it, and yeah. also kind of that extra perception of the higher bitterness. So, yeah. But, hmm. that's good. Yeah, good. Good lineup. Mm. You picking mm. one? Like you picking bowl. a favorite? Well, I will say, after going back to it, and I did also go back to the Cheater Hops. I, w I just went between the two a few times. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the the Barrel Green. Just okay. because after you let it warm up a little bit more and you're taking bigger sips of it, 
it does start to have more depth of flavor going on there, and it's not as light. It becomes more, like, rich and flavorful, and sure. the gin comes through a bit more, which is what I was hoping for, so... I mean, solid. I wouldn't argue... I'm not argu- going to argue with you. I, I'm i going to pick the Tudor Hops as my favorite. Um, They're close. But I don't think you're going to go wrong either way. Like, no. they're both very good beers. Yeah, no. Oh, also, I wanted to note that we've never... I thought maybe we had had a Cheater Hops on the podcast before, but I checked and we have not. Okay. So, this is the first time. I was kind of like, eh, well, we may have already had one, so people might know about this, but no. First time with the Cheater Hops. So, yeah, this was a lot of fun, obviously, because we just drank what we wanted to and talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's awesome. So, you know, we might do some more currently drinkings because... We always have beer around the house, and we always have beer that we're excited to drink. And well, we're currently drinking a lot. <laughs> yes, and also there's a bunch of stuff that we have that we're not, we wouldn't necessarily otherwise have on the podcast that is interesting. So this yeah. is kind of a good way to just get it on there. But anyway, uh, the things. If you want to get in contact with us for whatever reason, you can email us at brutalbattlepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, if you want to be friends with us uh, through beer social media, we are on Untapped. I'm Carlton Malibu, all one word spells as it sounds. I'm Ruby Reb sixty two. We do have Instagram, Brutal Battle Podcast. So you can see nice pictures with stuff about the uh, about the episodes. But also, if we're like out somewhere, Rebecca will usually take some pictures and throw them up on Instagram. So that way, it can actually give you an idea of maybe some episodes that may be coming, yeah, especially if they're like, like new breweries, right? You know, uh, excursion episodes coming. Yeah, yeah. Although when you don't know for yeah. sure. Uh, do help us out by rating and reviewing us through whatever podcatcher you use. Um, Apple Music does help the most, but you know whatever works for you. And also, just word of mouth, letting people know about the podcast. And if you want to go backwards in time and listen to older episodes going all the way back to when this started close to 12 years now ago, um, you can just go to BrutalBattle.com and it's all there. Um, If you want to do it a weird way, you can go to Archive.org and search Brutal Battle and you can get it all there because that's where our files are hosted. But anyway, regardless, thank you everyone for the support, for listening to these podcasts as we have fun drinking beer. And until next time, keep it brutal. I feel so-